rightly positioning God's people to be who He has called them to be and do what He has called them to do. Welcome to Roadmap to Destiny with Reverend N.K. Imisa, the Senior Pastor of Destiny House International. Now, today's word. Where are the dreamers? Where are the game changers? Where are the women and the men of influence? I said I needed to preach with me this morning. Hallelujah. What is a dream? What is a dream? What is a dream? So when we say, where are the dreamers? The dreamers are people who must be doing something. And the thing which they are doing is that they are dreaming or their state is that they have a dream. Hallelujah. And that which they are doing is dreaming. So what, what is a dream? So this is just uh, from the perspective of English language and dictionary. says that is a series of images that occur in a person's mind during sleep. A series of images that occur in a person's mind during sleep. Then there's another definition of a dream. The other definition of a dream A dream is a cherished aspiration. A dream is a cherished aspiration. When we say something that you cherish, it means something that is what? Dear to you. Something that is close to your heart. Something that has a lot of importance to you. Hallelujah. So, a dream can either be what you experience when you are sleeping. A dream can also be like that which Martin Luther said, that I have a dream. He was not talking about the pictures that he gets when he sleeps. He was talking about a certain aspiration that was dear to him. A certain aspiration that he cherished. And so he said, I have a dream. Hallelujah. And this morning, uh, I'm talking to people who want to say, I either had pictures during my sleep or I have a dream. Whether I saw it in a dream or I imagine it in my head, I still have a dream. There are some people whose calling might never be dramatic. Some of you are still waiting to have a burning bush experience. Before you can believe that God has called you, I'm sorry. I don't remember God. I don't remember the last time God gave anybody a burning bush experience. Sometimes you know that you know that you know, and you don't even know how you know. But you just know that you know that this is what I am supposed to do. And God has put this thing in my heart. It is burning in my heart. I don't know what to do about it. I'm talking to those people this morning. People who have a cherished aspiration. Where are the dreamers? 
So in Genesis chapter 37, verse 1, we're reading a lot of scriptures. We see a young man named Joseph. Now Jacob, Genesis 37, verse 1. Right. So let's go to verse 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. Another version says that he made him a, a long garment. Say, a long garment. Mm. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. So, Joseph cannot come and ask any unnecessary question because you are already... You the boas. Oh, uh, please, have you seen my food? <laughs> please, have you seen my food? <laughs> you can't come and ask any question. The Bible says that they could not leave, they could not speak peaceably to him. Verse 5. Now Joseph had a dream. And the mistake he made, which God still used it to his benefit. <laughs> is that he told it to his brothers who already hated him. The mistake, that the first mistake in this passage is that he told his dream to the wrong people. But the good thing about God is that he can bring you out of situations that you put yourself into. Now, Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers who already hated him. And they hated him even what? Wow, who he that was answered? They hated him even what? More. Next verse. So he said to them, please, hear this dream which I have dreamed. You will not just say I had a dream and pass. You want to explain with diagrams, figures, and graphs. And let them know that, in fact, I did not just have a dream. You were in my dream. I had a dream. I had a dream. I bought a car before you. I had a dream. I, 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 I bought a land. How are you going to tell somebody this? You are tempting the person to be a charismatic witch. Hallelujah. Please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There were, there we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheep arose and stood upright, and indeed, your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheep. Jesus. And his brothers said to him, I never knew that his brothers had the gift of interpretation of dreams. They interpreted the dream. You see, some of you, I told you, you never hear God's voice until you are offended. So already they were offended that he has a dream. So they, they have the interpretation right. Some of, when you have a dream, because you're offended, you already have a certain interpretation that's somewhere in your bones. That is released only when you are hurt and offended. That's when you become gifted. That's when you remember apparently I had gifts. I'll go there later. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us or you shall indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Hallelujah. 
Then he drinks still another drink. The calling is strong. The calling is strong. When you tell somebody, I am called, and they said you are not called, you will go and experience it again. When you come and preach and it doesn't go well, when you go back, God will remind you, you are still called, you are still anointed. I remember listening to a certain man of God. He said, the first day I preached, I didn't say anything. When I went back to my room, I cried, but I continued to preach anyway. He drink another dream because there are some people who try to make him feel like your dream is rubbish and your dream is nonsense. Have you ever shared a dream with somebody and the person made you feel like you are too ambitious? What kind of a young boy is this? And he still what? Dreamed another dream. Praise God. Can we pause here? Oh my God. Find me the scripture that says that there are sheaves bound down to his sheaves. And his sheep alone was standing. One of the things that the brothers failed to recognize in this is that our destinies complement each other. Are you here with me? That our destinies don't compete with each other. Rather, our destinies what? Complement. So I have a dream. Whether you were bowing to my sheep or not, you were in the dream. It means that my dream will not be complete without what? Your presence. It is not everybody who will be like, uh, like the archbishop. Or it's not everybody who will be as rich as Bill Gates. It's not everybody who will be at the top. Every leader has what? Followers. So your dream can actually be a complement to somebody else's dream. What they failed to realize is that they were supposed to leverage on the power of partnership to cause that entire thing to happen. Because mind you, fast forward, when this guy's dream comes to pass, these people also get to move from where they are into the land of plenty. So some way, somehow, God had them in mind that because of the fulfillment of the dream of this guy, you will also come into your promised place. But because of lack of foresight... They wanted to fight the very person who would have led them into their breakthrough. And some of you, instead of competing with somebody else, you need to battle with yourself. You are your only competition. You need to battle with, you need to wrestle with your background, wrestle with the way you look, wrestle with the way you talk, wrestle with the way you walk. Because some of you, the only reason why you don't want to pursue what God is calling you to do is like the way you talk, you don't like it. You, you, you don't like the way you don't like the way you walk. You don't like the way your legs look. Can I talk to somebody at all? You are even ashamed of your father and your mother. You don't want your mother and your father to come close to you. You are ashamed of the kind of family. These are the things you should wrestle with. Wrestle with yourself. Wrestle with your weaknesses. Wrestle with the things that keep you down and hold you bound. Instead of fighting with other people. So you might not be the one that people's ships were bowing to. But what matters most is that you were in the picture. Because God does not work in silos. Everybody's destiny is working together to complement God's bigger picture. So when God gives you a dream, he gives you an opportunity to participate in the future. So you only need to do what? Play your part. As Kojo plays his part and as Amma plays their part, somewhere, somehow, the bigger picture that God has for humanity will be accomplished. But if Kojo has a dream and Amma says that how come Kojo's dream is bigger than my dream and I even featured in his dream, why can't he rather feature in my dream? These are the kind of fights that we are having. 
These people were blind. They could not see that Joseph's rising was the pathway to their success. May you never fight the thing that will lead you into your destiny. And some of you, you are luckily living in the age. Bible said concerning someone that in, that, in those days, the voice of the Lord was scarce. But in these days, the voice of the Lord is not, it's not scarce. Every day, somebody is prophesying to you. Somebody is telling you something. We've, they've even told you, they've told you even who to follow, where to go, blah, blah, blah. And you are still fighting with it. And you are still dreaming. Especially when you are hurt and offended. Yeah. Jesus, don't compromise. Don't compromise your, your dream because of, of competition. You, you'll, be, you'll be involving yourself in an unnecessary fight. A fight that you are not supposed to be fighting. You are supposed to be what? Wrestling with yourself, not with other people. Wrestle with yourself. You are gifted and talented. But the gift and the talent is not finding room for expression. You should battle with that thing. Do you know how some of us cry after preaching? And how it has led to us preaching this way? And how we are even still crying about this one? We wrestle with ourselves. We wrestle. I will become a better preacher. I will be a better pastor. We wrestle. So that when when, when I, I stand and I am... You see that song that says... Shine your light down, let the whole world see. That is a song that comes to mind. And I said, there's a light on the inside of me. And you see, when we were children, we used to sing this song. This little light of mine, I'm gone. There is something on the inside of you. And you need to wrestle with that thing for that light to gain manifestation. Bible says that, and the nations will come to what? Your rising. And the kings will come to what? The brightness of what? Your, see, People don't just come to people who are doing nothing or are performing averagely. No, no, no. no. To the sick, no hospital is too far. When somebody is important, no matter where the person is, you will go there. You have a certain complication health-wise. And let us tell you that the only person who can treat is, is after Lake Bosumtri. Whether you will invent, a, a, whatever you will do to get there, you will get there. So people don't look for nobodies. Nations don't look for nobodies. And kings of nations don't look for even people who are doing just well enough. Have you forgotten the Bible said, have you seen a man who is skilled in his work? He will not appear before mean men. So this is what you have to wrestle with. When God puts this dream in your heart, as I am talking, Joseph is still a young man. Joseph is still a young man like you and I. Just like Samuel, Jeremiah, a lot of the people that God called in the Bible, he's young. He's, I, I want, recently, we had some discussions on some of the challenges that every young minister will face. Not all of you will probably relate to my story because maybe you are, you are, you are not in my line. But I believe 80% of you are. Instead of you to be battling with things that will make the manifestation of your gifts better. Involve yourself in unnecessary fights. Fighting Christian brothers and Christian sisters. Making you cannot lead a prayer meeting. You cannot lead a prayer meeting. But you want to marry. Who pray for your husband? Are you okay? Who pray for your husband? 
You cannot organize a prayer meeting and call people to come by and say, come on, labashakatalaba. But you are, you are on, somebody say wrestle, fight, wrestle, fight. Dealing with things in your head. Even when you are standing here and you are ministering, the things that are going on in your head, that's why we are not even being blessed. These are the things you need to battle with and fight with. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love. Sound mind, of power, love, and a sound mind. You have power to overcome every weakness, every challenge that is sitting on your dream. And let me tell you, these are things that if you do not confront, the reaching of this dream will be difficult. It will be hard. If you don't confront it, some of you, you know that the gift that's on the inside of you, you need to stand in front of people like how I'm standing. But that is the thing that you dread the most in your entire life. These are things that when you go to your room, you wrestle with it. You wrestle with it. He has not given me the spirit of fear and of love, power, sound mind. Until this word gains ascendancy on the inside of you, you wake up one day and say, you know what? I rise. I arise to my gifting. And you come and stand there and sing. I cannot promise you that that day to go well. But I can promise you that if it doesn't go well, you go back and come back. Some way, one day it will be better. One, I remember the first one day, I, I was, it's not the first day I preached, but I was asked to preach in a certain church. I was prepared. The meeting was supposed to start like 6. They ended up starting like 7.30. So, just moving on. And I was struggling. When I stood, I forgot everything. And the mistake that I made was that these things that I'm saying are written everything. So, by the time I realized, in 15 minutes, I read everything. I was standing there. The Lord will bless you. Can we lift up our voice and pray? We, we, we have to pray. But there's nothing else to say. And when I finished, I said, Yay, That evening, when I got home, there is a preacher on the inside of me it did not come out tonight but I see it when I close my eyes I see myself preaching in a stadium 10,000s of people and I'm preaching the roof of the building I couldn't do this are timid here. It's not your temperament. It's not how you are. It's a demon. I said, what are you talking about? Be strong and what? Courageous. The righteous shall be as bold as ah! I lie. As for me, I'm timid. I'm timid. I'm timid. I'm timid then God has invested so much on the inside of you. And this does not come to pass because you are what? We are Nigerian. Keep it from Timmy. Jesus. Say, I'm a game changer. Say, God did not make a mistake by choosing me. God did not make a mistake by investing into me. And to him that much is given, what? Much is expected. 
God has invested, invested. Can you, you see the way men's gold customers can be angry? Why? They made an investment somewhere and they are not seeing the results. You are sitting here and God has made an investment in your life. God has, oh my God, he thought about you specially. You see that video thing they've been doing on Snapchat and things. Uh, what's the name of that one? TikTok. They will say that when God was creating Pokua, beauty, intelligence, foolishness, stupidity, beauty, I'm a kind beauty there. Then I'm a kind. I'm sorry. Hey. And then the Ember. Height. Uh-huh. So that's what God did to you. When He created you, He thought about Emmanuel, instead of beauty. And He said that prophetic grace. And He said that what? Leadership. Jimmy. But when the one can say, what you? And I just mean, God has made an investment in your life. And he's expecting results. Somebody say, I'm a game changer. So God, can you imagine that God, Joseph was sitting here somewhere, he had his dream. It's called predestination. He was sitting somewhere. So Joseph was not on the mountains praying. Joseph had a dream. God placed it on the inside of him. And some of you, that's how you feel it. You don't know how it entered into you. But it's like, so I told you in 2015 about my experience of how this ministry was birthed. It's like somebody just put something inside me and it came with details. So I did not sit down and think that what should our dominant color be? Should it be violet or purple? No, I think girls like pink and we want more girls in the church. So let's use pink. By the time it was downloaded in my spirit, I knew it was blue. It's not because my favorite color is blue. Blue is not my favorite color. Say, where are the dreams? We are still on. We have have not progressed though. Hmm. I said, God did not make a mistake by assigning you here. He did not make a mistake by assigning you to your family. He did not make a mistake by assigning you to the, 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 the conditions that you found yourself in when you were born. But he intends to use all of it to make his glory come alive. He intends to use all of it. I said what? He intends to use all of it. Yes, I know the place you are coming from. He said, he intends to use. I know you you are coming from a broken home. He said, I intend to use all of that. I intend to use all of that. Praise God. One of the things that you should learn is not to share your dream, your vision, your aspiration with people who do not have the capacity to understand your purpose. Give me that offering bowl. So, this is an offering bowl, right? Right? Now give me the bottle. Okay, just hold it for me. Can you see this? Do you know they can both hold water? 
But you know this can hold more water than this. That's what capacity is about. Are you here? That's what what capacity is about. So there are some people who can take more water than others. And some of you, what God has given to you is like this full of water. And you are trying to pour it into people who are like this. So they don't see how possible. What are you talking about? Every time you are talking to them, they feel like you are, I think we need to, you need to see a psychiatrist or something. One of the things that I, I don't remember doing so much was talking to people that, um, oh, starting a church. Oh, me cry, I didn't even know I was starting something. Even me, I didn't tell myself. I'm telling you, I didn't tell myself. Whatever I told myself, myself would have said no. No, 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 no. If you asked, fine, that it was not a conversation that would be on my lips. Even up to today, if I meet you, it's not a conversation. Perhaps I say something that will discourage me. Hallelujah. So whatever it is that God has placed in your heart, you need to be careful to share with people who have got the capacity to handle it. Joseph's brothers did not have the capacity to handle his dream. They misinterpreted. They thought Joseph was just, you are already you are loved by our father. And you think that, so that's the reason why you are about to come and rule over us. And they thought this guy, he was something else. And they just wanted to throw him away and just do something to him. So, I pray in the name of Jesus for you. That your dream will fall into wise hands. That you will have the wisdom that it requ- you require in terms of selecting who should hear your dream. Who should hear your plans. And I cancel the activity of demons. In terms of demons who penetrate into people's dreams. Demons that pollute people's dreams. I pray for you that destiny killers will move out of your life. I pray for you that destiny stealers and destiny associations will be dissolved from your life. Instead, I pray for you that you will receive destiny helpers in the name of Jesus Christ. Every form of demonic penetration into your dream is over. I said every form of demonic penetration into your dream is over. In the name of Jesus, dreamers arising from this room. Dreamers arising from all over this church. People who are going to do great and mighty things for the Lord. Great and mighty things in their careers. In business, in politics, in governance. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said the dreamers are rising. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now faith is every dreamer must plunge into the dimension of faith because anytime God is getting ready to do something, he needs people who have that capacity and that capacity to sustain it is what faith does in our lives. So every dreamer must plunge into the dimension of faith. Bible said by faith Noah, by faith Abraham, by faith Sarah herself, by faith 
Nobody is going to become a great person in the kingdom without faith. Now he who comes to God must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith. Everybody who accomplished anything great for the Lord did it by faith. And you need faith because by the time that God puts that dream in your heart, by the time that God brings that dream in your sleep, your life will not look like the dream. Joseph was the youngest amongst his brothers. And we are talking about days and a community where tradition was so much cherished that how come it is a younger one who has to rule over the older one? Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is a totally impossible situation. And that is why every dreamer must plunge into the dimension of faith. Faith is the womb that carries godly dreams. Faith is the womb that carries godly dreams and aspirations. Without faith, there will be no conception. Without faith, there will be an abortion. Without faith, there will be a truncation. Your destiny will be cut short. You will meet somebody who will have a two-minute conversation with you. And that will be it. You will have a miscarriage. Faith the womb that carries godly dreams. Somebody said, I need faith. Without faith, you can't carry it to the end. Do you know about what's that thing called? Surrogate something. What does it mean? Someone will carry your baby for you. Uh-huh. But when it comes to godly dreams and aspirations, I can't carry it. I can't carry it for you. I can't. You have to carry it yourself. You have to feel it. Sometimes it will be moving in your stomach like, a, like the way a baby moves in the stomach of mothers. Hallelujah. Sometimes when the pastor is preaching, it will be, it will be kicking. That's why the Bible says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. There are things inside of you that can bless God. Such that when we begin to preach like this, your ministry is blessing God on the inside of you. Do you understand? Your business is blessing God on the inside of you. Your children blessing God on the inside of you. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. You feel it kicking when they are preaching. Sometimes when you see somebody who has already attained that level that God has been talking to you about, you see the person and there's a kick on the inside. Where are the dreams? A cherished aspiration. Is there anybody here who has a cherished aspiration? You are here, you have a cherished aspiration. Are you sure? This thing I'm talking about, uh, when you close your eyes, uh, it is clearer than what your natural eyesight can give you. There is no lens that can capture it better than the lens that is on, inside me. It is so clear. And some of you, this is, these are things that God told you when you were alone. These are things that God told you when you were young. These are things that God told you in your secret place. These are things that God told you through prophetic ministrations. And these are things that you should guard in your heart. Because the enemy is what? He wants to steal. He, he wants to, you know, compromise it. You should guard it. Make sure not to edit it. Some of you, it's like a, a tank story, but uh, you are looking around and listening to the devil and you have edited it and you have made it a false story. May God help you to carry your dream until its manifestation in the name of Jesus. And at the right time, 
that dream is going to come alive. You will not understand it. But when everything has happened, it will now make sense. Somebody shout, it will make sense. Somebody shout, it will make sense. Shout, it will make sense. Because there are things that are not just hidden from you. There are things that are hidden for you. And that is why you sometimes you don't get the full picture. Sometimes some things don't make sense in your life. There are some things that are hidden for you. They are not been, they've not been what hidden from you. They have been hidden what for you. And at the right time, these things are going to be unveiled. And things are going to make sense to you. And that is why even though you have been through things and are still going through things, you've been ignored, castigated, maligned, sidelined, relegated. God is still in the picture. God is still putting things together. And at the end of the day, everything is what? Going to make sense. Oh, Father, I thank you for everybody who has rejected me in this life. I thank you for every closed door. There are some doors that you knock on for a long time and they remain closed. And you pray to God and it's almost as if he has deleted your number. Father, I thank you for delivering me without anointing oil. It is not every deliverance that people shout in church. Sometimes the deliverance is that the door did not open. And because God sees the future and he sees the bigger picture and he said that this boy, if this happens, if this, he goes this way, if he goes that way. I always say that God does not tamper with our will. Hallelujah. God does not do what? So everybody has free will to choose in his salvation. You have to choose of that. But when it comes to matters, uh, that have the power to alter God's purposes and agenda here on earth. He says that the heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord. And he, he thinks it's like a remote control. Say, Go right, right, right. Left, left, left. He controls it like the way he controls the path of a stream. Because these are people that their decisions and indecisions can actually alter things. That are of great effect to God's purpose. That is why you should pray for political leaders and people in high places. But these are people that when they make one decision, everything can come crashing down. The heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord. So sometimes you will say this, but God will say no. That's a dream that God is protecting. See, there are some people because they are born with some conditions there are some things their parents will not allow them to do there are some places their parents will not allow them to go can I announce to you that you were born with a certain condition the condition you were born with is that you were labeled the world's greatest prophet ever seen and that condition that you were born with cannot allow God to let you do anything he will not let you go to any place he will not let you be with anyone he will not let you do anything at all you were born with a certain condition See, I was born with a condition. Something was placed on you. Now, this is the prophet that God was sent to the nation Ghana. Within these years, and this is his impact. And so, because of this and that and that and that, God will not even allow for you to be born in a certain family. And that is why I came here to announce to you that it's not a mistake that you were born to your parents. 
just in case you are fighting with your father so hard that you cannot even stand his sight. Can you go and buy him a gift? My God. <laughs> Say, I have a dream. Somebody shout, I have a dream. Let's go back to our scripture. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. This time the sun, the moon, and 11 stars. You see, one of the reasons why I think that I am saying that the things that are leading to their interpretation is as a result of the emotions that they were feeling. So when you look deeply into the scripture into the time that the manifestation came, the sun and the moon was not actually his father and mother. The sun and the moon was actually Pharaoh. Yes. <laughs> Next week we'll look at that one. It was not his mother and father. Hallelujah. This was their, this is what they thought of the dream that he had. Then he dreamed still another blah, 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 verse 10. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I, you see, it's even a question. Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers evicted him, but his father kept the matter in his mind. His father kept the matter in his mind. Ah, I pray that God will raise people around you who will keep your matters in their mind. And so one day, I just want to end with this one. One day, Joseph's father called him and said that aren't your brothers taking care of my sheep somewhere in the valley? He said, yes. And he said, come, let me send you. Go and give them food. Say, go and give them food. So Joseph, you know, lucky go, you know, happy guy, kind of guy, coming with his garment, colorful. Yo, brethren, obviously make a take joke and give you. Bible said that they saw him from afar and they said that here comes the dreamer. I know that people say that about me. And this young boy cries. I was here and we post picture, post here, post here, post here, post here, fly. Is it your phone? Is it your data? <laughs> it's not here. Let's move on. Said, here comes the dreamer. And some of you, that is the name that they place on. When you enter into a new place, you are not even trying so hard. You are just doing you. And someone said, hey, hey. Then you are Okay, I said, see you. Oh, baby, see you. Now, we wouldn't even go for a one line. It's another way of saying, here comes the dreamer. Do the number of people who are in the queue. Eh, I am more be a CEO. Ube ye juma sa, amu pe CEO. I do go and bring him from somewhere. It's another way of saying what. The dreamer is coming. I guess it's him. Oh, the okribi alkasa. I guess it's him. Ah, the thing is free. So why not just? Is it? Is that somebody charge you to say things? Say. It's free. So while at it, you might just well be expensive. When it comes to food, you don't have taste. Comes to it, you don't have, this one have taste. 
So that people will say, Where the dreamer is coming. I can't say, One day I'll be this, and one day this will happen, and one day the things that we have been saying that are happening. Yeah, a lot of the things that happen, we have been saying it. We've been saying it. Keep saying it about your life. Every, say it. Say it. Oh. Say it. Don't just say, I'll marry a wife. Oh. Add qualities to it. Don't just say, I'll marry a husband. Oh. Add qualities to it. Say it. Say it. Now, varieties, womb. The dreamer is coming. Bible said that, and they conspired to kill him. And they said to each other, and then we will see what will become of his dreams. Hey, the heart of man is desperately wicked. Bible said that, who can know it? We will see what will become of his dreams. Hey, could it be that there is somebody somewhere who is saying this same thing about you? They conspired to kill him. And we will see. Also, where a lecturer. The Master's not going to be crying. I'm We will see. Go to the next verse. We will see what will become of his dreams. And that is going to be our prayer as we close. That Father, any conspiracy against my vision, any conspiracy assigned to my life, any conspiracy against my dream, I bring it under divine judgment. Come therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit and we shall say some wild beast has devoured him and we shall say and we shall see what will become of his dreams. We'll see what will become of his dreams. Next verse. But Reuben had it. This is the part I wanted to also let you know. But Reuben had it. And he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. This guy was planning that they should put him in a certain pit. So that when they are gone, he will come back for him and take him to his father. This was his plan. Reuben had it. I pray that when you are being talked about in a place, may God raise a Reuben for you. When you have finished an interview and you are gone, and they are discussing to make a final decision, may God raise a Reuben for you. When people are maligning and saying all sorts of things about you and against you, may God raise somebody in that room for you in your absence. That you will not need to defend yourself. Sometimes you have to be okay with not sharing your part of the story. Because God saw everything. Next. But Reuben said to them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit, which is in the wilderness, and do not lay a hand on him, that he might, so this was his intention, that he might deliver him out of the hands and bring him back to his father. So they put him in the pit and they no, took his garment and they were playing and they saw Ishmaelites, descendants of Ishmael, coming. Bible said they were holding things they had, they had gone to shop, they were passing into Egypt. And when they saw him, when they saw them, they asked themselves, what is the use if we just keep this guy here? Like, let's make something out of it. Let's merchandise his dream. Let's commercialize his life and assignment. That is why somebody can charge somebody and say that if you give me this, this guy, 
I'll bring you information. That's what they were doing. I will give him over to you like Judas. And they paid 20 cents. 20 pieces of silver. Sorry. They paid 20 pieces of silver and handed Joseph to them to be taken to Egypt. And his brother, Bible says that at the time that they decided to do this, Reuben was not there. Because Reuben had saved his life the first time. Right? We are going to kill him. Now the second time, when another plan came, Reuben was not there. May the people who speak for you not be absent. May the people who stand up for you not be absent. That is why you must pray about everything. Pray, 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 pray. Even when you are going for a need, pray. The person that God has assigned to speak for me, may he not get a flat tie that morning. Because his absence will cost me my daily bread. My God. He was not there at the time that they decided to. And Reuben returned to the pit. And indeed, Joseph was not in his pit. And he tore his clothes. There's a question that he rent his clothes apart. Because he knew what his brothers had done. Now they took his jacket and dipped it in blood. They picked Joseph's garment and dipped it in blood. So that they would go and show it to their father and say, that check whether this is your son's garment, the one that you made for him. Because as soon as they see that, the first reaction will be, is that what? Some wild beast has eaten him up. But I was reading the scripture and I said, what is it about garments being dipped in blood? If garments represent identity and something like a garment is dipped in the blood, what does it mean? But that's a story for another day. But when someone who is a prostitute that identity is dipped in the blood that's no longer come out as a prostitute. He comes out as God's special person. And someone who is a failure, his identity is dipped in the blood and comes out. He's no longer a failure. When he comes out, this is what his identity is. Now, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. And you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. That is his new identity. Even though he was a failure, he stepped in the blood. So they dipped his garment in the blood, but they did not know that what they were doing had some significance. This guy, please be on your feet. We'll continue next week. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We trust you have been blessed. To interact with the man of God, follow him on Instagram at n.k underscore Stay blessed.